Pints and Bites Podcast is the perfect wrestling podcast. There's a guy named Al and there's Danielle and this guy Going all out on a wrestling <laughs> podcast. We're talking all out. AEW's the place to be. We're all out. You should have done Judas. <laughs> Judas is here. It's me, Judas. We're all out. <laughs> the start of wrestling promotion. Did I'm... you did you announce yourself and then saying that you were here? I did. Yeah. Well, well, I said it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here right now. In case you didn't know who this was, it's like the Sugar Hill Gang. We all introduce ourselves. We talk about what we do. It's good. I miss that in rap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My name is Hal. I don't rap. Welcome to Tights and Fights, the show that discusses wrestling with the sincerity and hilarity that it deserves. I'm Hal Out Lublin, and I'm joined today by my fellow members of the Nation of Conversation. All shout, Danielle Radford. That is fair. I am loud. Happy birthday. <laughs> Thank you. Happy birthday. I did it. NXT UK Kelkover, Lindsay Kelk. That's me. And hang- <laughs> Hangman Beige. Like- Whoa! <laughs> I cannot Ow. figure out if I like that Ow. or not. I you don't know really, either. I like... Hmm. It felt weird I saying that. I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't call you beige. I, don't, I mean... You don't have them light skin problems. You ain't I'm, got a light skin temper. I'm like a dark beige, you know? A dark I'm beige. I'm not that far from beige. Mm-hmm. I guess. What about the same? I just wasn't prepared to have this conversation no. right now <laughs> about how beige I am. Welcome to well, Tights and Well, remember, this is the podcast where there's three black folks, and so unfortunately we wind up doing things in mixed company. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you need me to ear muff it? Should I ear muff it now? Yeah. Is this the part where I ear muff it? Little ears, guys. Little ears are in the booth. <laughs> <laughs> Is this a, the return of Hal Gets Woke? Yes. Oh, I miss Woke Hal. Yeah. Oh, my, my he was God. always here in your heart. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm already crying. Let's, let's go. <laughs> Folks, what an absolutely busy week of wrestling. I'm trying different delivery now. <laughs> three different companies put out three different shows all on the same day. We're going to primarily stick with AEW's All Out for now. This was the last pay-per-view before they go live on TNT next month. And let's start with the biggest news from the show. Wait, let's start from the, with the biggest news from after the show. Well, <laughs> let's, do, let's start with the biggest news from you wanna, the show. You want to start with the match. Okay. Because well, I don't. I can't promise I'm going to talk about anything else once we start yeah. talking about that. Uh, oh, that's, Chris, a good, that's a good reasoning. Uh, Chris Jericho defeats uh, Hangman Adam Page for the AEW World Championship. Here is a clip. Jericho. Jericho getting a second chance. Rising backslide. The backslide. No. Oh, 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 that's it. That's got to be it. By God, what impact. Was that the knockout moment? What a shot by Jericho. That's got to be it. And it is it. Chris Jericho is the first ever AEW world champion. How? Yeah. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Do you like the Judas? No. <laughs> I mean, I like it as a move in a match, like in the beginning of the match when you're knocking somebody over. But there doesn't seem to generate a lot of torque. Is that what I'm looking for? A lot of force. A lot of twerk. A lot of twerk. Yeah. Not twerking a lot at all. Summer. I, I Every wish. Summer is not jerk. Is he? So, can he not do like the code breaker? That seemed like a hit. It he out does of a anywhere. code breaker at a transit in a tra- as a transition yeah. move now. I, I always thought it was just because his back hurts a lot now. 
maybe like, you know having a power ball himself sucks. Yeah. yeah, I think we've agreed that all of Jericho hurts yeah. all the time. Yeah, he yeah. Must be in pain. you get to that age, and also you know he's been doing it forever. I have been taking it as it's supposed to be shitty, like it's a heel move. What? It's supposed to make us angry. <laughs> Wait, t- take me. Th- is he gaslighting you? Did he call you and tell you this? I know you guys are tight. <laughs> Isn't that how he uh, knocked? Page's eyeball out to begin with. Is with that? So I mean, there there was some heat, yeah, for it. It just looks bad. I uh, I rewound it to watch it again to see if I'd missed something, and I hadn't. (laughs) And I I thought, okay, well, look, I was all for Jericho winning. I think it's the right choice. As did the crowd. You can tell from that clip. Mm -hmm. They're way into Mm -hmm. it. Yeah. The match in general. Yeah. Boy, <laughs> oh, there were a lot of matches that came before it that were that were and there was way a horse, better. A horse came before it. That was great. There was a horse. Let's talk about the horse. There was a horse. I forgot about the horse. I also forgot about the horse. Talk about the horse. What would have happened if the horse would have pooped like on the way? I feel like there must have been a horse poop person. Because you don't bring a horse into a situation like that without having provisions. Or a bag. Or a diaper, yeah. Yeah. Like a a person in charge of pooping. Oh, Jericho should have Judas effect the horse he should have he should have <laughs> like on blazing saddles he should have knocked the horse out should have mongoed the horse that would have been the heat i've seen someone punch a horse in new orleans one time really horse, horse walked it off yeah i mean the guy no sold got, it. it was a police horse and the guy was dealt with it was oh very i mean God. it wasn't fun you should never punch a horse people let alone a police horse but horse just like was like, did you did you touch me? Fuck you. Damn. No selling ass horse. So I'm yeah. just saying, if they've still got that horse on the contract, yeah. number one contender. AEW. Yeah, who's going to challenge next? Yeah. It's going to be that horse. <laughs> I thought Jericho did did well. I was yeah. not super impressed with Hangman Page. He doesn't like, do it for she... me the way he does for other people. I, I feel like I'm missing something. Does he do it for anyone here? I mm. really enjoyed him previously. Ah. But... Yeah, I can't make excuses anymore. I'm like, it, we were watching the match at home, and I'm like, this just stinks of mid card. Like, mm, he yeah. whiffs of IC champion, and I'm like, and that's not a bad thing. It's just yeah. that, like, he He's is young. not, he is young. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He has been pushed into this position for booking reasons, for whatever reason. We don't know. It doesn't seem to naturally make sense. I feel like to anyone, even people who watch, being the elite, even if you're deep into backstory and his whole career, I don't know if it makes complete sense. Mm-hmm. And it does just feel like he's not ready. It doesn't. The sense that I get looking at the match is that he has not earned that spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I right. feel like yeah. everybody watching it felt just like me. And I know that like they're trying to, and I applaud them for this. Like they want to make sure it's not just because it is right. You do. Damn it, I can't even say these words anymore. You do put the belt on the veteran for a good reason because he's going to bring eyes into the product. Um, But I also see the benefit, obviously, of you want to start developing these younger talents and these younger stars. This is one of those moments where where you do go, I get that you're rewarding someone for their loyalty, Mm -hmm. but maybe sometimes it can't be about that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or that comes later. That comes later. I I feel like... That would have been a better use. And I liked Cody's match a lot. I thought it was a very, very good match. We'll mm-hmm. talk about it a little later. That would have been a spot for Cody to put over Jericho. So yeah. you have, I know I, they're, they seem to be very conscious not to make the show all about them. Yes. So they're yeah. not, none of them are, are generally the main event. Yeah. Um, but you have to do a little bit of that up top. 
You do. I'm also swings and roundabouts on it. In the, I'm a Libra. I can't make decisions. But um, <laughs> part of me also is saying this this was the pay-per-view, right? This was the last big pay-per-view before the TV show starts. Yeah. But it also feels like this draws a line under everything that's gone before it, kind of. So it's like, yes, it's a setup, but it's almost like a prologue. Hmm. And now we yeah. everything starts from October 2nd. So Paige isn't. You know, I don't know if Paige is going to come in and demand a rematch on the first episode. That feels like it wouldn't work. So maybe this yeah. it was like, we have to put the belt on somebody. We have to start with a champion. Let's have it be Jericho. Let's have it without damaging someone, damaging a Cody, damaging a Kenny. And start from here. So I'm like, maybe it's that. And it also puts some shine on Paige because you're saying, even though it didn't entirely work, you're saying he's worthy of this number one contender match. So you've elevated him from we don't know who he is to someone who had a championship match. Right. So I'm like, I get it from that perspective, but that involves putting a lot of faith in a spec- wild speculation, which is what we trade in. Um, <laughs> but also, like, it's a longer term booking view. For, for this match, for this pay per view, it felt like a, a fail. But I'm like, maybe in a longer term booking perspective, taking weekly TV show into account, mm-hmm. it works. And we're so used to none of that mattering. Yeah. That like the idea <laughs> right. of giving someone the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. They're like, yeah, no, it could be that this is part of a long term exactly. booking strategy. When's the last time? <laughs> like, no, what exactly. is that? Yeah. What is the what? And AEW has been spectacle up until now. Mm-hmm. AEW has been entirely self-contained spectacle of pay-per-views of of major events. So now they've got a look to a longer term. <laughs> I can't even say. It. I know, right. and I think that they um, are. Like, I, I absolutely think that they have an eye on long-term yeah. stuff. I just that think should we're... be their first T-shirt. <laughs> long-term term booking strategy. strategy. <laughs> I'm, I'm long-term booking gang for sure. <laughs> gang, gang. I think there's this little cognitive dissonance they got to be careful about too, though, because you know you have your championship match at the end of a show where it's supposed to be important, but then you have all these other clearly important people on the card yeah. who don't seem to care about the belt. And that kind of makes it seem like it's <laughs> separate somehow. Yeah. I'm so sorry. What? Continue, continue. Okay. <laughs> Any mention of that belt, I'm gonna lose my shit today. I see. So, so I sorry. see the belt's the belt's I think triggering. You'll find lots of people care about the belt. All right. Uh, including people who do not have a match. Brad Hart <laughs> stole the belt. Go ahead. He should. <laughs> he should. Uh, yeah, I, we'll, we'll sort of see where things shake out come October. To put a little button on this, it didn't end uh, with the match. As it went off the air, this happened. Here's a clip. Nobody can believe that Chris Jericho is the first AEW champion. Pure silence. There's no thank you for Chris Jericho. There's no round of applause for Chris Jericho. But that's okay, because I got my own thank you, because I'm the first AEW champion. Oh, you see that, Bucks? Chris Jericho, the first champ. How apropos, isn't it? Great great match, Chris. Yeah, that's all you're going to say? Yeah, no thank you from the Young Bucks. Is that what you really want? You just want to thank you? You just want the title. You know what? You know what? Even if you did thank me, I wouldn't even accept it. Okay? Congratulations on having Chris Jericho as the new AEW champion. The pleasure's all yours, Bucky boys. (laughs) Bucky boys. So many t-shirts coming out of this. Since nobody else seems to be here. Oh! A little bit of the bubbly. (laughs) bubbly? T-shirt number three. Well, oh, of the many things you can do after winning the AEW World Championship, one thing we can definitely recommend against is going to Longhorn Steakhouse. <laughs> yeah. Don't do it. Home of a baked potato bar and a bunch of belt thieves. Although apparently, I guess the story is, 
He they, the the limo. He took a limo. A limo, like it's after prom. The limo <laughs> drops them off the long store, Longhorn Steakhouse, and while he's there enjoying, who knows what? A bloomin' onion. A bloomin' onion. The the limo goes back to the airport because they they got the wrong bags. The belt was left in the limo. Oh, God, this is magical. I, I kind of wanted the story to be he brought the belt with him into the Longhorn. That's kind of what yeah. I wanted and to like, impress the, the waitresses. Yeah. 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 Went to make a number one. Gone. <laughs> you could see the trail of peanut shells spread aside from where the strap of the belt was dragged out. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it was stolen, I guess, at the air- somewhere at the airport where they were switching I the mean, bags. But you would. Like, I don't want to recommend grand larceny is apparently this what Jericho's decided this is. Yep. But like, would you not take it if you opened up the trunk of a limo and found a wrestling belt in there? You'd be like, sure. And I don't <laughs> recognize what this. They probably wouldn't know what it was. It didn't say WWE on it. So mm. they may have just been like, oh, this is just like a fun, a gag thing. <laughs> oh, because it says, doesn't say it. WWE. It's mine. Yeah, it's mine now. That's what all, all wrestling belts. Finders keepers. <laughs> yeah. Finders keepers. Hold on. Rules. I'm looking up for how much uh, grand larceny is in Florida. Because, I mean, that belt is at least 50K, right? I think it's so. an expensive belt. I feel like 50K. Cody, you know, spend it now and wait more that, later. That seems I feel like pretty epic. I don't know if it's price. 50K. Well, for any for wrestling grand inflated lar- value. True. Yeah. It's like, yeah. I'm going to find you $100,000 coming in my dressing room. This belt cost a million dollars. So, ooh, okay. Anything valued between three hundred and twenty thousand is third degree grand larceny. Items valued between twenty thousand and a hundred thousand is second degree grand larceny. And anything exceeding a hundred thousand is first degree grand larceny. So, for the sake of this, it's a hundred thousand dollars. A hundred thousand. Yeah. Well, and I mean, I, I'm sure they've been splashing out with Papa Papa Khan's money. So, I'm sure that it's the you know the diamonds is real. The it's not where gold you is cut real. Price is it in your first? Yeah. yeah. How do you sell that for parts? Do you sell the center <laughs> plate? Does that go for something? Yeah, you melt down the belt. But this is just a, a for all you promotions out there, chip your belts. Yes. Put a chip in there so you can track it. If I can chip my cats, you could chip your belts. Exactly. Yeah, what on. are those um what what are those things called where it's like it's the tile and you put it where your keys are? <laughs> it's just the tile. Yeah. It's tile, yeah. Tile the belt. <laughs> put, put, put a tile on there. Tile I right genuinely under that plate. want them to make a feature of that <laughs> so you can see the tracker on the belts from now on. That belt's gonna get stolen so many times now. Oh, yeah. Of course. It's a game yeah. now. Yeah, now it's a game. It's true. <laughs> That's the game. Yeah, he can't hold on to the belt. I Maybe just... nobody can. Maybe it's constantly comes out and cuts a promo, and he left the belt backstage, and one of the wrestlers takes it. It's wow. a cursed it's belt. Gone. I Magic. this is the funniest <laughs> fucking thing I've ever heard. It's so great. And it's I such never, a gift. I tried to explain yeah. it to the writers' room yesterday because I couldn't. Me and Joe couldn't stop talking about it. Um, they got it. Like, luckily, the, the humor <laughs> of... Hours, they got it. Yeah. The, well, the humor of brand new company looking to establish itself and establish credibility in its name crowns a new champion, and within two days, that dude's belt gets stolen out of a limo at the Longhorn Steakhouse. People get that. They, yeah. Well, that's the funniest thing they've beautiful. ever heard. So at this point, after everything after that, so that was not a work. That was real. There was a police report filed. Yeah. Everything after we started cracking jokes on Twitter, it, I have to believe is a work, right? What else happened? Oh, the Jericho cut a promo from the hot tub. Yeah, there was a hot Oh, he did. Yes. Yeah. It's so great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really? so good. Yeah, uh, He's uh, wearing but... his scarf and hat in the hot tub. Oh, yeah, that's... the scarf is dipped into the water. Oh, it's amazing. He like starts that sounds to eat. so disgusting. Now as I sit here in my palatial estate, my beautiful mansion, getting ready to have a little bit of the bubbly, I'm just imagining what I would do to that son of a bitch if he was here right now. And as a result, 
I am launching a worldwide investigation using the top private investigators in the world today to find out who committed this crime. Also, what I really love is it's close up on him in the hot tub because he's saying, oh, here I am at my mansion, my palatial estate. Like, I feel like you're in a hot tub at a holiday inn. Yeah, yeah there's <laughs> a chain link fence. Yeah, there's a fence. That's, that's why this is real snug on you. Yeah. And it still doesn't look nice. We assume something's... I mean, they'll have another belt. Honestly, Even if they don't get that one, they'll yeah. have it's one ready. It's the best thing that could have come out of that match. <clears throat> yeah. Like, it truly is. It makes up for a lackluster first ever title match. Because now it will always be the title match where Jericho's belt got <laughs> stolen. <laughs> People won't even remember that Paige was in it or that he rode a horse. Nope. They will only remember that he went to the fucking Longhorn Steakhouse. <laughs> Adam Horseman Page. No one will remember him. No, at he's all. a horse. He's a horse. Uh, I think he'll be fine. <laughs> he'll he has so much time. He's young. Yeah, he's got he's time. young, he's good looking, he's good in the ring. He's a horse. He's gonna be fine. He is a horse. He is a horse. So he's he was a horse, horse riding a horse? Yes. Yeah. Right? Something's wrong with that. Yeah. That's <laughs> a real like horse. Yeah. Mm-mm. Horse on a horse. That's, that's too much. Yeah. <laughs> they both seemed into it. I guess so. I only want a horse on a horse. That's it's all. all what? And it could be, you know, look, it could be worse. He could be just like another white dude with black trunks. This one's a white dude with black trunks and a cowboy hat. Yeah. And a cowboy True. hat, yeah. That's He's a missing difference. And he know. was a teacher before he was a wrestler. So Great. well done for that. That's a thing. I'm glad they didn't incorporate that. That wouldn't have been interesting <laughs> yeah, he at could all. Be the professor. Yeah. <laughs> could have been good. Page. Hey, it works for Matt Stryker, for God's sakes. <laughs> <laughs> it did. He's still in the. He's still in the business. That's true. He's drawing a check. It worked. Uh, the 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 card opened with SCU defeating the Jurassic Express. I love them so much. I love them. The Jurassic Express yes. or SCU? The, well, you I love like, them both. I like SCU too. Yeah. I like that they incorporated the Scorpio Sky, which I have opinions, but whatever. I do like that he incorporated the the Stussy S on his tights. That makes me really happy. I feel like I haven't seen that since high school. Uh, yeah, it was, I thought it was a good match. I, I like Jungle Boy. I like Luchasaurus. The real skinny guy. I, I get, Marco Stunt. Yeah. That's a small one. Skinny one's Jungle I don't, Boy. I don't okay. like... Yeah. I, I don't like... The, no, the Marco Stunt is skinnier than Jungle Boy. Well, he's just... Oh, no, I guess he's just smaller. He, yeah. Like, yeah, he's so yeah. tiny. He's it, like miniature Jungle Boy. I don't, True. I don't like Trunk. super tiny like that because I think they're going to get hurt the entire match. <laughs> I really match. wondered where you were going with that. I'm like, Jesus, Al. Like, I don't like super tiny like that. Freaks me out. He's co- yeah. he's coming out anti-twink. <laughs> yeah. I can't. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take it a hard Never. stand. No, when I see a really small, skinny dude in the ring like that, I just assume he's going to get hurt. And it makes it less enjoyable mm. for me to watch. Mm. Like, Jungle Boy is, is, is lean, but I don't. he doesn't look like he's going to... Well, snap in half. Like super, super flexible and super, yeah. super athletic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But a but good match. I love the SCU guys. It was nice to see them get a win. So I think they lost. They've lost their other matches. Mm-hmm. I don't remember them winning a match yet. So it's nice to see them go over. Like you have to sort of start balancing it out. Like again, this is all in preparation. The match had no basis in anything, it's as far a, as I could tell. Hey, they all it. shook okay. hands afterwards. So I was like, well, what the fuck is this for? <laughs> <laughs> you all love each other now. That's what it feels like the rock and wrestling cartoon. We're like, oh, do you all live together too? Yeah. Do you yeah. all have like the help where you have different flats, but then it's one big flat? <laughs> I, would, I would watch I the like AEW rock and wrestling. That would be fun. Oh my right? God. Yeah. That'd be real good. Oh, Luchasaurus would be so over. Plus, yeah, he would. Y'all, he's got a master's degree. Does he? Yeah. In what? 
I don't know. We say paleontology. <laughs> Got to be paleontology. Yeah. Got to be. Maybe, Gotta but be. yeah, like that's the the, the story of of them is that. Um, Jungle Boy, he's not quite a pet, but he's like basically Luchasaurus's pet boy. Wait a minute. He's the pet? Yeah, yeah, Jungle Boy's the pet. What? And Luchasaurus talks and is very erudite and he's very intelligent and he talks. I've never team. heard him speak. Yeah, yeah, Luchasaurus yeah. does all the talking. He's very smart. He's, yeah, uh, he's got a master's degree in something. Yeah. Um, Jungle Boy does not, he tweets, but he does not verbally speak unless oh. you accidentally see him speaking Sometimes when he's calling shots. He gets off leash. Yeah, and it's it's crazy. And is Marco Stunt? Does he belong to someone? So Mark, <laughs> the look <laughs> on your face. So Marco Stunt this was just getting like a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> he was getting bullied, and um, and Luchasaurus does not like um, people get bullied, so they brought him into the fold. So he's, I think that he is Jungle Boy's pet. Okay. is the way that it works. All right. What? Okay. Wrestling. <laughs> Wrestling. It's so good. So Luchasaurus is the front of the human centipede. That's, that's what it is. Jungle Boy is the middle, mm-hmm. and then and then Marco Stickman is the back. Poor Jungle Boy. Right? What that's is his name? Marco Saurus? It is. Marco Stunt. Marco Stunt. I will say, Jungle Boy has been passing his conditioner around that locker room. Everyone's oh, hair looked amazing. They all look yeah. glorious. I mean, they all did a great job. I, I joke about Marco Stunt mostly because I'm scared for him. And I want you to live a long time, Marco. I hope you're listening. As I know the he whole AEW is. locker room does together <laughs> around one big old Philco radio. <laughs> we have Wired to Play podcasts. I care about all of you and I want you to, to live. But a good it was a good opener. Like They got the crowd yeah, going. Um, it does have that treading. This whole thing did have that sort of treading water feel with the exception of a few matches. Yeah, I wasn't sure this match hadn't happened before. Right, I wasn't it? sure, you know, it? And, and it probably hasn't. I can't say that. Either. I wouldn't. I wouldn't put money on it not having happened before. Yeah. Yeah, and we've also yeah. had like a couple of Christopher Daniels singles matches, right? With us. Yeah. Oh, just true. There. True, 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 true. Just right. been like around. Yeah. Around. Around. Yeah. So when he's not doing the um, when he's not doing. Don't the... you start talking about Waterworld? I have. Don't. To. Every this time is not going to be another <laughs> Waterworld centric episode. <laughs> Blame Chris <laughs> Daniels. Don't blame me. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, we had Jimmy Havoc defeat Darby Allen and Joey Janela. I don't like hardcore matches. And I realize I don't have a stomach for it the more I watch it. I don't want to see tax shoved in a nope. guy's fucking nope. mouth nope. and then it nope. takes nope. shot. Nope. nope, it turned it, like, I was like, is this saw? Did I accidentally put on a saw movie? This is disgusting. I hate that. I but hate that. As a you match, hate that spot in particular? I, yeah. Yes. I mean, I, I don't love a hardcore match. I just don't think it's necessary in this day and age. I, there's a place for it, and that place I don't think is on television. CZW. <laughs> yeah, I mean, go find it if you need it, but it just, it makes me so anxious. It yeah. really does stress me out, and like, oh, that thumbtacks in the mouth, blah. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's what they want. They want the... Yeah, Yeah. that is the reaction. They're taping his mouth, too. I'm like, oh, my God, what if he gets a blocked nose? He's going to die. (laughs) I can't breathe well through my nose. It made me very upset. (laughs) (laughs) That in mind, it wasn't a terrible... Like, I liked the the match parts of it. Just every time it took a break for them to, like... And I like all three guys. Yeah. I think Darby Allen is really, like, amazing. I want to see him in, like, a straight-up wrestling match. They did. The one with him and Cody was a straight-up wrestling match. Right. That's true. Yeah, Yeah. that was a really good match. I think that one got overshadowed with the... True. Oh, yeah, Uh, yeah, because all we remember is the headshot and his head busting open. (laughs) Miming hitting someone in the head. I'd love to see more. They haven't announced a secondary belt yet, have they? Not yet, no. Okay. They should. He should be a guy. And it will probably be sponsored by Cracker Barrel. 
I'm fine oh, with that. The barrels. I want the to barrels. get hit in the so face with a tray full of biscuits so badly. Oh, those gimmick <laughs> barrels. Like, yeah. Why did they not have giant metal trays? Like, that is, the, that is the other thing that all, like, Cracker Barrels have barrels full of stuff. A little bit. Yeah. Like, out on the porch. But they bring you food on the largest metal tray. Hmm. I just want a Imaginable. tray full of biscuits. I want it so bad. I want someone to hit me in the face with it. And I didn't know that about myself until I saw it. We can make that happen. Yeah, we can yeah. make that happen. That's my birthday possible. is coming up. Okay. Yeah. So. Well, we know what to do. Noted. <laughs> Thank you, AEW. Going on the list. Uh, we had <laughs> we had Rio defeat uh, Hikaru Shida. And then she will take on Nyla Rose for the AEW Women's Championship. Not at, not at yeah. the first TNT show, though. At their pay-per-view. Is that right? We don't know. Hasn't I, been announced. Gosh, I, I want to say that it's going to be on the first show, but I could be wrong about that. Tell me we're wrong. Just be nice about it if you have to shout us out on Twitter. Yeah. it's this was a, I thought this was a great match. It just had really horrible placement. Yeah. Because the crowd was, like, not. I think I don't think they did enough to make it. For my purposes, mm-hmm. they didn't connect it to the world enough. They because right. like yeah. they've had matches with um, Japanese character uh, competitors, Chinese competitors, Mexican competitors, and they always kind of make it seem like a little bit of a sideshow. Right. Right. They don't weave it in enough, and, yeah. and that's what I felt like with this match. Like I need to go watch it again because I didn't even realize that those those kind of stakes were really connected to it. Yeah, because it wasn't you know the, to me that story wasn't really told. No, I feel the same way. It feels like. It, every time they have this match, you're like, and now it's the Joshi match, right. and not just like this is now AEW Women's Division yeah. match. It's like, do right. we need some sort of branding? Mm-hmm. Does it need to come up and say AEW? Brandy? Would you say brandy? Branding, what is it? but oh, it does okay. not need more brandy. <laughs> it absolutely, positively needs no more brandy. She that c- promo she cut before that was fantastic. I love her in that role. Um, but I, yeah, I do think the whole women's division needs more cohesive branding, and not just. Oh, Kenny went and found a bunch of really awesome women and, like, watch them go because mm-hmm. people aren't connecting yet. Yeah, that is a really good point, especially because I think one of when before the TV show was announced and they were just doing these pay-per-views, it did kind of feel like, hey, we're just going to take things from all over the world and little bits of other mm-hmm. promotions that we like and put them together. Yeah. And now they do have to start doing the work of it being like, no, like, this isn't just like we're not highlighting this uh, match and we're not borrowing these performers from somewhere else. Like, this is our division. So that's a really yeah, yeah. I don't know their roster. I could not tell you the women's roster. I could not tell you anybody who's on it except for Nyla Rose, maybe Britt Baker, because mm-hmm. they're like people just dis- they straight up disappear. There was what one one women's match on the on a on a fifteen hour card. Well, they yeah, had the, they that's had unacceptable. The, the, the big battle, battle royal. Is the, yeah. the, the oh, but on the pre, I didn't yeah. watch the pre show. Yeah, yeah they, and they I had, had a lot of women yeah. in that match. But I don't like to your point. I don't know who's on the roster and who's not. Yeah. yeah. And Brattle Royal, sorry, that doesn't... No, it's I not good enough. On the pre-show. It's not good enough. And yeah, I, I agree. That's, that was yeah, disappointing. That's a shame. Yeah, and it's great to say, oh, Nyla Rose is in our first championship match. That's awesome that you're doing that. But A, she deserves the spot. She's great. Yeah, yeah don't, you know... It's not just a, like, oh, you can have this because of who you are. It's like, no, she deserves this also. But it's not just enough to do that. You have to do the work. They sh- there should have been another match on the card. Yeah. And there's no reason why no one has signed Mercedes Martinez. Just she's no not, She's not signed? No. Wow. What the hell? Okay. To anyone. I'm shocked. Maybe yeah. she, Just Danielle. Maybe she's playing the field. I don't know. Just me. Uh, before we take a break, let's talk about uh, one more match. Kenny Omega was supposed to take on John Moxley, but Moxley's staff infection surfaced once again Whoa. before the event. But never fear. A suitable replacement was quickly found. Pack subbed in. I cannot call him that. I'm sorry. Neville subbed in on short notice and handed Kenny <laughs> what about, another what singles about using loss. his full and proper name, Bastard Pack? Bastard Pack. Yeah, so sorry. Bastard Pack yeah. uh, showed up. That was a great match. 
nothing against John Moxley, who I like, mm-hmm. but I did not miss him. It didn't Pac feel is like a film. Fantastic. Right? I right. love the finish. Pac I love the so story of it. Good. You need Jericho at the front, right? But I can't imagine he's gonna wrestle forever. Pac is a guy you should put the belt on and let him have it for a very, very, very long time. He did great in NXT when he was a champion. Yeah. And even better when he was King of the Cruiserweights. Yeah. yeah. That oh, heel character. It's so fantastic. Magical. He's so fucking huge. God <laughs> damn. And like, especially in AEW where it's like he's going up against other dudes that are like his size because mm-hmm. there is such a size variance. When you put him next to someone who's also like 5'8 or 5'9 or whatever it is, it's like, Jesus, that man's titty. Yeah. 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 Look at them titties. He is a broad gentleman. Yeah. Old Ben. So what do we think of that finish? Because that was anybody else expecting him to go over? I certainly was not. I was not. No, not at all. I yeah. was not. And I thought the actual... With it being a fade out, was I was really shocked. Yeah, yeah, and not in a negative way, just in a like, oh yeah, wow, I just did not either. see that coming. And I think it's really smart of them. They they kept hammering on like, look, like this is not who Kenny has been prepping for. Kenny has mm-hmm. been prepping for, um, for Moxley. They wrestle two completely different styles. So this idea that like Pac comes in always fucking ready, yeah. and Kenny had been prepping for something else, and Pac just going over. I love that. Yeah, it also sells the idea that even though he's smaller than most competitors. That picking him up is more dangerous than leaving him on the ground. Yeah, because he was mm. he was picking him up to put him into uh, into what the one winged angel, yeah, right? Angel and then he turns counted. it into a submission maneuver and got him to pass the fuck out. Ugh. That is a dangerous. That is a dangerous guy. Like it. That match did. Kenny Omega doesn't get hurt by the loss, but but you make pack <laughs> in that promotion <laughs> with that win. Pack. He's full Please. of proper names. Bastard Pack. Your name. His I know mother he loves it. christened him Bastard Pack, and I insist you his use mama his mother's bastard. Name. I'm gonna call him Bastard. Was he was he Pack before he came yes, into he NXT? Yeah, Yeah, he should change that. My favorite thing <laughs> is how is how Jim Ross calls him Pac. Yeah, I really love that. Of course he does. He can't get Tupac off of his mind. That's right. <laughs> he loves Tupac. Oh. It's all eyes on him. Yeah. Um, I, I'm really curious to see where they go with the Kenny yeah. storylines from here because yeah. I think, like I said, I really do feel like this draws a line, and now we start afresh from TV because yeah. we're assuming they're going to pick up a bigger TV audience than what's been watching the pay per views and then who's been going to the shows. And I think a lot of people are coming for Kenny because they've heard so much mm-hmm. about Kenny. So they can't have him keep losing. Right. And and they're, one of their selling points is how much wins and losses matter. Yes. He's what, one and two? Yeah, yeah. he's think, not. He's. I was so shocked. I mean, A, I, I was just shocked. But B, when I look at in a yeah in a broader, um, looking for a broad perspective, I'm like, wow, they are not protecting Kenny at all. But I think that's actually, to me, it's interesting because it gives them the potential to do this you could do like a real long-term like losing streak angle with him. And yeah. then when he turns it around and starts winning, he's be, you know, the biggest star in the world. Because yeah. when they put the belt on him, they have to leave the belt on him forever. Right. right. For like years. And like also, it has to just stay there. And there's like an automatic story there if they want it of like, you know, he has been putting in so much work to get the company off the ground that he hasn't been focusing on the thing that he really mm-hmm. loves is the wrestling. That's like built in right there. Yeah. If you have any thoughts on what we've discussed so far, connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram via the links in our show notes. We'll We'll be back after a break to discuss the rest of All Out and plenty more. This is Tights and Fights. 
Welcome back to Fireside Chat on KMAX. With me in studio to take your calls is the dopest duo on the West Coast, Oliver Wong and Morgan Rhodes. Go ahead, caller. Hey, uh, I'm looking for a music podcast that's insightful and thoughtful, but like also helps me discover artists and albums that I've never heard of. Yeah, man. Sounds like you need to listen to Heat Rocks every week. Myself and I'm Morgan Rhodes and my co-host here, Oliver Wong, talk to influential guests about a canonical album that has changed their lives. Guests like Moby, Open Mike Eagle, talk about albums by Prince, Joni Mitchell, and so much more. Yo, what's that show called again? Heat Rocks, deep dives into hot records. Every Thursday on Maximum Fun. Hi, I'm Janet Varney, and like many of you, brand new sentient robots excluded, I used to be a teenager. In fact, just about all of my friends were, too, including folks like comedian Danielle Radford. And of course, all of us, you, you take on that theater accent, and our teacher would say, no, that isn't how people talk. Right. Don't do the super theater kid accent. It's the worst. But so when I was doing theater in high school, of course, I immediately was talking about being in the theater. <laughs> <laughs> So join me every week on the JV Club podcast where I speak with my favorite women artists, innovators, and humans as we reminisce about the past and how it led us to becoming who we are. Find it every Thursday on Maximum Fun. Tyson Bites Podcast. Tyson Bites. Welcome back to Tyson Fights. I'm Hal Lublin. I'm joined today by... Danielle Rapper. And... Oh, Lindsay Kelt. And Michael Eagle. Yes. I forgot how to do this. I was deferring to the Eagle. Uh uh. I don't defer to me. It sounds like, no, no. (laughs) Uh, Let's talk about some of All Out's tag matches. We had the Dark Order versus the Best Friends, which uh, I liked. It was real good. Good match. (laughs) All the tag stuff was good. I mean, but was it as good as what happened after the match? Oh, oh yeah. You, you mean my favorite thing that the happened all night? The best thing that happened all so, night. So how come the, what are <laughs> the, masked, the, the masked men, is that what they were calling them? The, they're called the the, uh, but be- the spooky perverts is yeah. what they're called. <laughs> spooky perverts. I, I've been watching a lot of Mindhunter, so this is really like, I was like, oh, is he going to try and pay them to tickle their feet? <laughs> They come out. Is that and, what happens? Yeah, they come out <laughs> in Bill not Clinton. What I've been led to believe that show was about Bill Clinton and Al Gore masks. Like it's oh, uh, point yeah. break. Oh, that's at the end. And of, then they pulled that, them off. That are a different match. That's, that's yeah. That's different. at the end of the ladder match. Is that the end of the other one? Yeah. 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 Oh, oh, I see. Oh, all right, right, right. Sorry, sorry, thing sorry. That happened of all time. Go back. Go, no, don't go back. I mixed up who the fuck. Listen. How is that for the tag team division? AEW, do your new buddy a favor. <laughs> Help me a little more remember who all these people are. A little more remember who all these Let's not assume that I've been tape trading for the last 15 years, okay? Okay, it's babe? So much da, fun da, 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 watching da. Papa Hal try to catch up. I'm like, because, who you're, the fuck? because you're right. Like, in order to, and this is something that they are, it is a heel they yeah. have to climb. Want to make money? Let me know who they are. Yeah. <laughs> like, you do, you do have to have been following. Yeah. What, like all of the indies, all of New Japan, most of AAA. Even TNA. Like, TNA, ROH, you have to have been following all of these promotions for at least the last two years yeah. to understand yeah. a lot to, of to what's To be able on. to jump in and swim, so, you have to know so much. You've that, been steeping in WWE for 30 years. Yeah. Like, this is going to take a minute. This so, so, so at the end of this uh, Dark Order and Best Friends match, and also, oh, while we're on the subject of Dark Order, because I'm very not here for the gimmick, except... Mm-hmm. Mm. If they spin it like they are actually perverts, because <laughs> that, 
Like, I know people like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't really, you know, I don't know any, like, Dungeon of Doom monster people. Yeah. But I do know people you into know freaky shit. Yeah, yeah, You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> sure. Well, that's they a all whole have, new audience. I know. They all have woo me. <laughs> <laughs> if it makes you feel any better, they all have rubber bands around their nuts. <laughs> See, it would make me feel better. Yeah. Give me the backstory. Yeah. And they're like, that's why every time they run, it hurts. <laughs> uh, sorry, at the end of the match, the lights go out, yes. which is their thing. But it's not them. <laughs> what? Here's a clip of what happened. Oops, Orange Cassidy. Freshly squeezed. <laughs> oh, you can do better. You don't. You don't like the nickname. No, the freshly. Squeezed. That's what I'm saying. Is that what they say? It's it. Freshly all the time? squeezed. Yeah. Taking out all the creepers. Jeepers. That's pretty cool. Makes it look so easy. Oh, it's going to be really sad. I'm glad he's still alive, first of all. He's just really good. He's, he's that incredible. good. That's yeah. his thing that he does. Is it in a match he never takes his hands out of his no, pockets he takes ever? Yeah, he but when he takes them out, it's like... It's serious. That's First of all, there's big heel heat because it's usually a heel making him take his hands mm-hmm. out of his pockets. Right. And then he starts to actually show that he can actually wrestle. I see. Yeah. I mean, that it's dive good. through the ropes with your hands in your pockets? Yeah, That's impressive. On. The nip up, that all of it. That is amazing. He was all 37 of those abdominal muscles. The, that <laughs> yeah. fucking kip up is ridiculous. It's really it's crazy. Yeah. Was it not the greatest moment of the night when JR was like, who is this guy? And they replied, Orange Cassidy. He's like, no, we know that, but who is this guy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh, you've just the, earned your money. There like, you go. <laughs> At least three times, and I almost tweeted it, and, and I tweeted it halfway. Much like with Papa Hal, Jr., you got to start learning the names of people who are in this. Well, place. he's getting paid to do it. It's up to them to tell me who they yeah. are. It's up to him to be he's told to. He's the one who's supposed yeah. to be telling you. He's supposed who to be telling. Are. I don't. I don't know. I don't know if y'all need flashcards. If y'all yeah. need a fa- like a like a real like a college style Facebook where you put like the <laughs> names to the faces. But Jr. like during that women's match, he'd know oh, who the fuck them oh, women that were. Hurt. I mean, I'm not as big as fan. This has been well documented on the internet. But like, oof. Oof. You Oof. gotta learn the names if you're doing commentary. And it, no. it's one thing when he was just kind of doing, like, when he would drop in and do, like, a Wrestle Kingdom or something like that. It would mm-hmm. be like, okay, well, he's getting his feet back into it. But it's like, dude, like, this is <coughs> this is yeah. happening in one month. And yeah. enough of And the... you have to, you have to start knowing everyone's names yeah. because you have to teach everyone else. And enough of the uh, Mrs. Cody. Like we, that's no, gotta that's stop. Weird. That's, that's weird. gotta stop. And yeah. like that literally makes me want to punch him in his face. And that would be very rude because he's an older gentleman. But... Blue chew. All right. Uh, <laughs> and it would, wouldn't be rude. Well, would speaking speaking of Brandy and their dog. Uh, Justice for Pharaoh. Cody Justice versus Pharaoh. Sean Spears. Cody gets the win. This match has everything. <laughs> Blanchards, Andersons, <laughs> a guy with a scarf. You love that guy a with human the trash can. Um, <laughs> He's your favorite one. Very good. Oh Who's yeah, the I human love MJF. Trash can? I don't know. Oh. It's this thing of when no, it's, it's a, my SNL reference got away from me. <laughs> it got away from me because it was challenged by reality. Oh, I'm sorry. Wait, what are you talking about, asshole? <laughs> what? Um, yeah, it was a good match. I like. I'd rather see. I want to see MJF in a match, not dressed as Data. 
<laughs> walking down to the ring with him. But I like that he just put the top on. You know, they were like, yeah. oh, when you come in, can you be wearing black pants? And he's like, yeah, yeah, okay. And then he got there and was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I was supposed to wear black pants. Oh, you know what I'm not doing? Yeah. <laughs> and Brandy's there in a fucking silver cat suit looking at him. Like, yeah. Seven of, of nine. Yeah. You actual She's full of seven shit. of nine mode. And he's just put the top on with his jeans. That is the most. Brandy is a very attractive woman, but she's not like super my type. Um, I like thick girls, but like, and I also don't like straight hair. Um, on black girls, sorry. Uh, everyone is allowed to do whatever they want to with their hair. It's just I'm over straight hair on black girls. But in the Borg outfit, Brandy is my type. Yeah, suddenly Jeff was a lot more interested in the show than he had been. <laughs> Star Trek fan, pretends he isn't, is a massive one, was uh, suddenly a lot more interested. Oh, look, they're dressed like Star Trek. And we're like, oh, it's they. It's they that you're interested in, isn't it? <laughs> oh, it's, it's all they. of them. It's them. Uh-huh. Why was DDP there? He's part of the Nightmare family. He was there oh, when, okay. what was it? The first, was it All In he was there with Cody? Yeah, he's been there they, like when they the had the whole fam. Yeah. Like, he's always been part of it, yeah. The Nightmare fam, is that, they yeah, married Nightmare to that? family. They married to that one? Yeah. I like that yeah. one. I like the Nightmare family. Get it? Because he's the American Nightmare. Uh-huh. And there's family. Uh-huh. And he can't call himself Rhodes. No. And they have a doggo. So let's have more respect. And they can't Pharaoh. call themselves the Bless Dream Pharaoh. family. Because he keeps saying that he's trying to get away from doing what his dad did. But here's the bionic elbow. He says it, um, is what's interesting. And then he has Arn show up. And And then he has Arn show up. And and Tully. And he dyes his hair fucking perfectly bleached. I was uh, at Dragon Con. My table in the Walk of Fame was on the same row as as Dustin Rhodes. So I saw the first day he had the red, half red, black. Then the second day, red and black one side, gold dust on the other side. Oh, nice. I like that. I I loved his podcast with Jericho. I loved his interview with Jericho. I also love that he does his own makeup. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. Have you ever seen the time lapse of him doing yes. it? It's yes. amazing. I've watched it a couple of times. How the hell you do that into a mirror, no less? Like that. Crazy. Yeah, it's hard. Type oh, of drawing. Yeah, you just do it. <laughs> oh, you draw the gold dust, uh, the, those gold dust patterns on your face every day in a mirror. Yeah, you just do it. Wow, wow. he's Impressive. just that good. What do we think Impressive. of Sean Spears in this in this oh, match in I, his his big his big kind of heel match debut? New Sean Spears. Um, we don't unless someone asks well, about him. I, I mean, my main feeling about Sean Spears has been following his and Peyton's honeymoon in Maui oh, on yeah. Instagram. See, I don't get, I don't get none of that so content. I was so confused because they K-fabe got married. Only. Oh, no, you know last us. Weekend. Yeah, like, so they got married last week, <laughs> okay. two weekends ago. This is Tapping Titles now, so right? sorry. Yeah. Welcome to Tapping Titles, a podcast within a podcast that discusses <laughs> things you don't care about. Um, but like, they they got married two, a week, two weekends ago. Right. He's married to Peyton Royce. Yes, yes. Okay. yes. Um, so then they she posted, like, honeymooners on August. I checked the timeline because this it does it is relevant, I swear. But she posted that they were on honeymoon on the 27th. They're in Maui. But then he was back for the match. So I'm like, oh, I guess that was it. They just did the brief wrestler's honeymoon. But now they're back in Maui together. Damn. So did he leave Flex. Maui and fly all the way? Or are they over? posting old photos? No, she's still there because she's story- posting stories too. Mm. So they're still there. Mm. And it's like, just like, oh, this happened. But it, like, even if it's old photos, it doesn't really, that timeline wouldn't really make she sense because they could have only been there. So Billy Kay could come yeah, over. Yeah, I assume Billy's there, yeah. like, and wearing a Sean mask. But, like, did he fly back <laughs> to the match and then come back to their honeymoon? Or, no, I don't know. But if that is Probably. true, and I choose to believe it is. Does she not have to work right now? No, like, they what? haven't been on TV for a little oh. while. Yeah, nope. Wow. But, um, 
They're really focusing on the four horsewomen again. Yeah, which is fine. That's fine. They That's were fine. they were champions. I feel like when you lose, they don't your need belt, to be more than four women in the company. A, That's a hot fine. minute. Okay. <laughs> Stupid. There's at least six. Listen. Lacey Evans is on TV all the <laughs> fucking time. Oh, that's right. For I forgot. For some reason. Uh, I, I like Sean Spears. I liked him in the match. Uh, please take those fucking contact lenses out. Those yeah. don't do anything. That I don't weird. like them. None of it weird. really like, does What are you, a lizard? Is that your gimmick? Your yeah. lizard person? You're changing to yes. a lizard? But I guess slowly? he's a lizard, but he's slowly. been talking to Bo Dallas. And he's a lizard person now. But you know what? Like if that he's a reptilian. He's yeah. a reptilian. Like I, I don't he's know. out. He's I think... a reptilian. Damn. He's the first. AEW's for everyone. He's the first out reptilian wrestler. That's a bold move. It's very be. inclusive. Yeah. I just, and I think that's my thing with Sean Spears is is like I don't know who he is yet, mm. other than be on WWE and has a thing now with Cody, but. They haven't established who he is as a character outside of who he used to be. Yeah, yeah. he's doing and all that's... the things, but also none of the things. Yeah, and yeah. that's what I need. I need him to be his own dude outside of who he used to be. I need him to be who he is now. I watched the Road to All Out stuff that they did with him when he was talking to JR. Yeah. And it seemed like they were trying to make him a right. person. Right. But... And then they stopped doing that character work. And, and, there's and none of that in, there was none of that in the match, really. There's none yeah. of that in how he carries himself because nothing he said to JR would give you the uh, impression that he was going to be a cat person now. <laughs> like he was going to, you know. He was and gonna... I get you, look, long-term booking yeah. strategy. We're going to see how all of this plays out come yeah. October. It's just, yeah, the post-WWE desperation is kind of coming off in, in waves mm. to me. Yeah, we'll see. Finally, let's talk about the most chaotic match of the night, the Lucha Brothers versus the Young Bucks for the AAA Tag Team titles and the ladder turmoil Construction zone match. I don't remember what they called it. What they call it? Es yeah. Yes. Ladder of death. Death ladder. I took French. <laughs> You're the worst. <laughs> what is it in French? Moi now? aussi. Elle est morte. Elle est morte. Oui. Look, very good match. That's it. I I really wanted to know how you felt after this one because I liked all the spots. Don't like the box. There no. were times. It's not that I don't. It it's is. not that I hate. I don't hate them. They just don't do anything for me. But even after Th this, this match, even after did they more, nearly died. This match did more to win me over. Good. Than others, they took. They all took very nasty bumps. They all worked very well together. Mm -hmm. Some of the like stereo. Yeah. Uh, bits. Yeah. Some they of were, that they stuff good, was a little but much. It, it, yeah, felt yeah. like a little bit much. And this was my issue with the Young Bucks in general. Is there's a point in the wrestling match where. We're all suspending disbelief when we watch any wrestling match. Right. And as long as the internal logic is there, it's easy to do. Mm -hmm. But it sometimes feels like they they feel the need to go, like, now suspend it more. Because no, they do. what That's we're totally doing. Them. And they, yeah, they definitely and that, do. That turns me off as a yeah. viewer. Yeah, no, and that is absolutely what they do. And and so if that is going to be like a stumbling block to enjoying them, you might just have yeah. to be okay with you not liking them. Because that's they, their thing, right? Heightened performance. Yeah. yeah, their thing is like, we're going to turn everything, not even to 11, like we're going to turn it up to 15. Yeah. We're going to sure. do ridiculous shit that should not work. Um, we are like, we are going to, like the, testing the boundaries of what works and what doesn't mm -hmm. is their gimmick. And it's why a lot of people genuinely like can never get on board and will never. I'm not speaking objectively. I'm 100% speaking subjectively. Oh, yeah. This is my favorite match of theirs that I've watched. 
So take that how you will. I love the Lucha Brothers. I think they're fantastic. Mm-hmm. Oh, so good. So good. Mike, what did you think of the match? I thought it was great. Um, I'm just, I guess I've just seen these four a lot. Like I've seen them mm-hmm. as, as, these, as there have been three AEW matches. I, I yeah. feel like I've seen them wrestling PWG a bunch too. I don't just know like, if they're allowed to wrestle other people anymore. It's something, it feels <laughs> a little like we're contract. all locked into this Groundhog Day uh, match. But I, I mean, they're they're going to move on to other things now, and it'll be interesting to see what happens. Um, LAX showed up at the yes. end mm-hmm. of this one, and it's the new LAX because this is like the third iteration, I think, yeah, that there have, that there have been. Um, and I'm hoping that that means that they're in a feud with the Young Bucks, because to me, like the best Young Bucks matches are some of the ones they've had in New Japan, where mm-hmm. like there's crazy spots, but there's also like storytelling right you know right. like yeah. i i want to see a little bit more of that now because we've seen all the spot stuff yeah so when you divorce the spots from the story that's when it becomes just spectacle right yeah. and that gets tiring that's hard to connect with and care about well when those guys came out with the hoods on and the the clinton and gore mask that i talked about earlier then they pulled off the mask and i was like who the fuck is that <laughs> and then the announcers were like that's blah 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 and i was like who the fuck is that? Did you think it was going to be CM Punk? Two of no, them. No, I didn't know. Two of them. I was like, I would bet a million dollars I have no idea who either of those people are. <laughs> but hopefully the announcers will explain it. No. It does. No. It reminds me of that. There's that great like a uh, gif, but it was from one of the Justice League cartoons where like there's a body swap where some of the evil villains get put into the heroes' bodies, and so Lex Luthor gets put into the Flash's body, and he's like, "Finally, I'll yeah. find out who the Flash is." And he takes the mask yeah. off, and he looks in the mirror, and he goes, "I have no idea who this is." Yes, <laughs> that's exactly it. That is exactly what it was. I love that's what I love that clip. That's a great <laughs> moment. Um, to anybody, apparently, there was an NXT UK takeover uh, in Cardiff, and then a New Japan Royal Quest. Did anybody here watch either of those? I've watched some of the New Japan. I haven't seen uh, the NXT UK yet, but I heard really good things. Yeah, I haven't. Sure, it's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the New Japan was wrestling. super fun. New Japan's was was super super fun. I didn't even know that really, that happened. Really fun matches. Yeah. It was in the UK, and that's why NXT is scheduled their UK. Uh, be early. Opposite it, yeah. Yeah. So NXT is just to just to counter program yes, other it's things just like that's, that's yeah. what they're doing now. <laughs> yeah, Jesus except um, yeah. New Japan was in London and already sold out, and then wow. New, uh, NXT was in Cardiff. I'm like, oh, just so you know, Vince, I know it looks like not far <laughs> right. on a map to you, but London, <laughs> Wales is a separate country. country. Yeah. It's its <laughs> own principality. They have it's a, they have a language. A, yeah, <laughs> it's not fact. five minutes up the road. That's hilarious. Um, I love. I do love that when WWE just is like, but it, the people will travel, right? I'm like, oh no, no. Let me explain my people for you. We won't do shit. It's more than half an hour away. Fuck you. That requires an entire month's planning and family approval. It's like living in LA. Yes. Yes. Uh, Danielle, before before we wrap things up, here's something that I know you've been excited about. The return of, with the return of her best friend Sasha Banks, Bailey decided that she would not be overshadowed by Becky Lynch anymore. Here's a clip. Because it's wrestling. That's why. It's literally a job. <laughs> hitting people's hard work. Yeah, it's amazing. And yeah, it's great. Good pro- decent promo also uh, last night, Tuesday yeah. night, where she said, where she didn't change her character at all. She was teaching everybody a lesson in loyalty. 
mm-hmm. and be a role I model for kids. I thought it was great. She's done the great full direction. Sammy Zane, right? She's just like yep. amping it up and making it annoying. I'm like, yeah. oh, this is genius. That's perfect. Really, Evil really pen. smart. Evil pen. Let her do the talking for a while. Yeah. Oh, Sash. I, um, I, I, she, she's so good, but she needs to, they, they got to they gotta send her to a class. Sasha yeah. for the talking or Bailey. Yeah. I do feel like they're also yeah. Roman Reignsing her though, where they're giving her such intensely scripted promos with every word, and that's not coming naturally is. to no. her because yeah. she's good when she's being the boss. And she but they're having her be this really slightly whiny version of it, going, "I deserve this," and it's like, no, just let her be the boss. Let her be the character she was in NXT. Yeah, because yeah. she was doing it and she was talking just fine. Yeah. And it is when they try to like put that yeah. like. Overly scripted thing on her. She's not a performer. Is Vince still writing all the scripts and shit? Yeah. Is he, I thought he is was he gone yet. Yeah, I thought no. it was Heyman. It's not Heyman he's yet. Still involved. Right? I think that he's on still SmackDown, involved. Yeah, Heyman on Raw. But I mean, in theory, he is. His mouth, making him do things. <laughs> yeah, they just, they, well, they put <laughs> peanut butter on the roof of his mouth. Of all these I think we should. <laughs> this is good shit right here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Holding a cup like this, with thumb on top, spitting tobacco juice in it. Ugh, fucking gross. That does it for this episode of Tights and Fights. This week, your hosts were Mike Eagle, Lindsay Kelk, and Danielle Radford, along with me, Hal Lublin. I was at Dragon Con. You missed it. You were there. And again, for the for the 900th consecutive year, Xavier Woods and I did not get together, although we meant to. It just didn't happen. Uh, sorry about it, everybody. Uh, go follow me on social media and all the places at Hal Lublin. I would appreciate that. Danielle? Um, let's see. What trailer did we do today uh, or do this week? We Oh, we just released the Honest Trailer for the 1990s um, TV movie for It. So oh, go, yeah. yeah, go check that out. That Tim was, Curry. Yeah, Tim Curry. That was a fun one. Nightmares for days. Nightmares for days. Mm-hmm. Um, so go check that one out. We're really happy about it. And, I mean, that's mostly it. Then, yeah, follow me on all of the stuff. Okay, bye. Lindsay, Cal. I have books. Um, but, they're but, out and but. you can buy them uh, I Heart Hawaii is out now please buy it it's out in America now yay, yay. yay. so you can purchase it here and I have a children's book called Cinders and Sparks it's very good there's a talking dog and sausages uh, and also podcasts please listen to full coverage podcasts if you like beauty and more of me doing this but about <laughs> make, shouting about makeup instead of wrestling it's a crazy <laughs> world we live in <laughs> Michael Eagle. Nothing. I sit at home. I don't do shit. Nothing. It's great. Overwatch. Arisa Oh, yes. Me, holler at me on Overwatch. Yeah. <laughs> Art Rap Mike, though, is the handle on PS4. Oh. Uh, actually, leave me alone. Don't, don't do it. <laughs> don't, don't, do it. Don't, don't, don't come shoot at me at all. Um, <laughs> do you have another new Negro show coming up this month? Oh, yes. We do a new Negroes uh, live comedy and music show at the Virgil the last Sunday of every month. I believe it's the 22nd or something like that. This month? 29th is 20, the last one. So it might be the, the fourth one. So 22nd, I believe. All right. Um, yeah. And uh, stuff, there's announcements of stuff coming soon. So holler at me on uh, Mike underscore Eagle. Didn't you just Twitter. release a single? Or am I crazy? Yeah, but that's the thing. That's that. We'll, we'll, we'll talk off Mike. Okay. Yeah. Right, well, it's there. Spill the tea. <laughs> Uh, our producer is the Prince of Pod, Julian Burrell. Senior producer at Maximum Fun is Laura Swisher. Mike Eagle's the voice behind our theme music as well. So we'll put him over for that in the room. Thanks for that. Hey, Mike. <laughs> thanks for that Thanks for that theme song. My heart. The cockles of my heart have been warmed. Yay. Yay. 
Keep up with us all week long on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You want to know how to get there? Don't worry. The links are in the show notes. Jeez, just check those show notes, people. Please, if you love what we do, remember to give us five stars on Apple Podcasts and share us with all your friends. Let's grow the nation of conversation. Thank you so much to the Maximum Fund members of a portion of their recurring monthly contribution. Keep the lights on when we're in the studio. You make this possible. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We'll be back next week for even more, you guessed it, wrestling. <laughs> Was that your Siri voice? <laughs> I was just trying something different. Jeez. Like, wrestling. 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 MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.